This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, it's being hailed as a game-changer for the Pacific Island nations as the World Rugby Council passed a vote to allow players to change their international allegiance once, uh, just once after a three-year stand-down period. And to talk about this and how it will impact Pacific Island rugby is Moana Pacifica Director of Rugby and former All Black halfback Kevin Seno. Kevin, good morning to you. Good morning, Scotty. Uh, you must have been thrilled when you heard this news. Uh, there was um, a, a school of doubt about whether they'd get the 75% needed, so you, uh, you must be right chuffed. Oh, yeah, no, I am. And um, uh, just as you mentioned... <laughs> Wasn't sure. I, mean, I knew it was going to be tight, and uh, I, uh, like like you guys, even all others, uh, I, I was really excited eh, about the news as well. Waking up to it. So, who are the people that um, should get the credit for pushing this through? Who are the people who have done the hard work behind the scenes? Um, oh, that's a good question. Actually, is is um, number of kind of those who have been really vocal way, eh, and you're probably well aware. The likes of the Daniel Leos, the Pacific Rugby players, welfare, who are kind of based over in Europe. So um, I, I know they're really vocal, and certainly you know the external kind of pressure and um, the media presence uh, is something to be really kind of you know um, credited. And then there are a whole bunch of people, such as the Pacific Players Association, as well as uh, our good friend Joe Schmidt, <laughs> being quite instrumental in his role at World Rugby yeah, and behind the scenes. Um, in terms of presenting um, that paper, the eligibility paper, uh, to the council. And there's a whole group of people behind that with Tunnel Rugby, Samoa Rugby, and, and pushing that case forward. And, and it's been a long lead in over the last six months. So, um, uh, man, get, it's, yeah, it's get, good news, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great news. Uh, and I, I guess you, you, you think to yourself, I mean, I, I look back and... Uh, when I played and think, gee, I wish the IPL had been around when I was around, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, you, 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 you were, you know, you're an all-black backer in 2005 and then you, you travelled overseas to further your career, etc. Man, what, this yeah. would have been great, wouldn't it, if you, ha- if you had the option personally back then? Oh, yeah, and um, there, there was a period, hey, like, that was just pre the 2011 World Cup and I was playing in France and um, uh, the late Papa Littelefetz, who's my late uncle, I uh, was a big kind of advocate for it back then. It didn't go through, but um, for me, uh, it wasn't about me. It was just uh, uh, the, the fact that it's happened now is great. I, um, and I think from a personal view, um, the opportunity to honour kind of my family, not to say I didn't do it with the All Blacks, because I, I certainly did, but it's actually a little bit different when you're honouring your villages and, you, you know, you, uh, where my grandparents come from and my mum and dad as well. So 
I'm a proud Kiwi-born um, Samoan, and I'm really grateful to the opportunity here, but it's nothing like uh, representing yeah, the bloodline. It's just, uh, I think this is good news too um, for a number of reasons. Also, you look at the young kids, and there's so many of them, Kevin, Pacific Island kids playing uh, rugby throughout. Just say, take Auckland, for instance, who obviously uh, would love to be All Blacks, um, you know, and and, uh, and get that jersey. But even if they even if they tasted it just for a game or two, all of a sudden now um, they have that opportunity to uh, to further their career. They have to stand down for three years at this point, but. You know, all is not lost, is it? I mean, that's the thing. There's another door open now. Yeah, um, that, 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 that's 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 totally right. And yeah, people will be on our social media just watching. There are a number of our uh, kind of players who have looked into the All Blacks, even Australia, uh, playing overseas. Uh, you know, they're, they're looking out of the corner of their eye uh, with uh, those dates in mind, as well as the World Cup around the corner. Is uh, the possibility of it? Eh? So. The other way to look at it too is if you're in the coaches kind of seat, such as say Lala Mafasua, as well as Tota Kefu, it provides options. And, and yeah, no, they're the ones that are going to be, you know, um, kind of thinking, oh, far out. Like we've got a development pathway of players that have come through and coming through, as well as that option eh, uh, to kind of reach uh, uh, into those, those oh, man, much valued resources eh, in terms of the IP of those players who have represented Tier 1 Nations. Well, I, I, I get excited about it too because I, I look at the, the group of players now that uh, all of a sudden uh, pretty much immediately qualify to take part in this. Uh, the boys at breakfast had uh, Lima Sopoanga on this morning. He said he was keen to play for Manu Samoa or the Cook Islands. Uh, there must be a, a, a crop of players uh, you're excited about uh, seeing take advantage of this new ruling. Oh, yeah. Um you kind of think back and there's a showcase of um, the Rugby League World Cup a few years ago and you saw that Matu mm. uh, Matonga team come together and just look at those household names and just like, wow, and and Tonga, you, you know, some of those names that pop up who potentially could, you know, shortly uh, be playing for the Tonga team and what it does for the, for the nation and for the Tongan people and Pacifica in general, man, it just warms your heart, doesn't it? How does this how does this apply uh, in terms of your Moana Pacifica team? Uh, because eighty percent of your roster, I understand, must be available for either Samoa or Tonga. So that's about that's about thirty players. So if guys change that's their right. eligibility from New Zealand or Australia to Tonga or Samoa, uh, they become more a, an appealing target for you. Clearly, yeah, um, that, that's right. So the key principle for us is a core group of them have to be um, available, eligible way, as you've just outlined there. But what it does is it then uh, allows those players that we can actually consider uh, if they go and uh, make themselves available for Samoa Tonga in the upcoming World Cup, or even even now. Uh, some of them actually able to do that. It will be kind of, mm. say, in the mid-June P-Series. Um, they actually then kind of, yeah, fit in the eligibility for us. Um, subject to them being available and you know deciding that, but I, I know I know um, you know talking of Christian Lelafano as well as Sakopi Kipu, it's just something that they want to do that's really important to them. And you'll have a number of those other players possibly coming back from overseas, um, you know, that, that would want to consider that as well. These are changing uh, times, of course. Uh, we're all having to live with this uh, this virus that has uh, impacted our lives in some way. Uh, Kevin, uh, and of course, uh, your main role at the moment is, is looking after the, uh, the rugby side of the practical side of 
of this exciting new franchise, Moana Pacifica. Uh, news changing all the day about exemptions and such and such. How's, how, uh, I, I suppose it's one of the things you have to get up every morning and say, well, how does that affect us now? Because uh, there was a possibility you might not be even be able to train together as a unit till the new year. Are, are things changing in that area every, every day? Oh, it, has, it just seems like it just moves under your feet, eh? But that's just the context, eh? And uh, for all of us, certainly in Auckland, eh? This is, that's what we're living with. And we're just trying to collect the information and how does it impact us. So we, we are able to do, um, for the Auckland-based players, is train in a group, obviously, uh, with similar kind of protocols. So we're doing the conditioning. And, and ultimately, we're just, every day, we're just listening, eh? Just seeing what's going on, how does it uh, impact kind of what we can do? Because... What we'd love to do is pass the ball around and actually do, do some contact. I, I, I know that, and the, the coaches are really keen to do that with the boys, but mm. nah, it's just a day-by-day, day, eh? Just a day-by-day. Day. Uh, what, what an yeah. exciting challenge it's been for you, though, to start this from, from ground zero, basically, to, to have now that thought that it's not too far away. You're going to see these boys running out. We don't quite know who it would be against. I think it was going to be the Brumbies. That, that might not be yeah. the case now. Yeah. No, that's right. Oh, it's um, you got to pinch yourself, eh? And I talk with a number of the staff, and certainly Aaron, when um, he was brought on um, in that June July period, and we were in various discussions, and we pinch ourselves because we've done it from the bottom of a, a professional franchise, a sports franchise that's been able to do this uh, in such a short lead-in, let alone in COVID. But um, that, that's a credit to all the people involved, from volunteers to those who have kind of come into the business, and. It's a passion, eh? And, and it's uh, the purpose is what really kind of drives people to see this come to fruition and, and honour those who have gone before us as well. And, and you know, eh? uh, certainly the big smile on um, Sir 25 Patino, BG Williams. Um, that, that's yeah. all worth it, eh? Uh, Kevin, just finally, um, you know, I, I imagine somewhere in your office or somewhere close you've got a whiteboard and there might be a, um, a mission statement or a goal statement for season one at the top of it. Uh, what is it from your point of view in terms of Moana Pacifica? What is your goal for the first season? Uh, uh, our purpose, say, um, and, and this is the message we're sharing to our boys, is that we want to walk off the field and produce a performance that everyone in the crowd, uh, irrespective of who they are, are, are really proud. And they look, they look at us as a group and go, we get it, and they've made us proud. And, and, and the substance say that we kind of produce in terms of that performance, how we attack, how we defend, and playing for each other, but also playing for our communities and our villages. Mm. So an honour, honour our family there. Okay. Well, uh, I think you will. Uh, I think there's no doubt about that. The fact that you're up and running and you're going to be out there is honour enough, I think, anyway. But, hey, listen, hey, thanks yeah. very much, Kevin, uh, for your time this morning, uh, those, ins- those insights, and, and all the best, eh? All the best. Cool. Catch you around. Thanks, mate. Yeah, hope so, Kevin. Yeah, I look forward to it.